Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be when you are hearing this message. This is Reverend Kay Mortimer with Covenant Truth Ministries, and this is today's edition of Bible Bites. We are reading through the Holy Scriptures this year, and I trust that you are as well and that God is speaking to you. And I'm just here to um, read with you, share with you a few things that are on my heart as I'm reading through the Scriptures, and I hope that these are a blessing to you. My reading today is one chapter found in 1 Chronicles chapter 6. It is a very long chapter, but I do want to bring out a few comments on this chapter. First of all, this is giving us the lineage of the priest and Levites um, of the tribe of Levi. If you'll remember, God separated this particular tribe way back at Mount Sinai, Um, to serve him and to be the closest to him from among all the other tribes. So in essence, this is a called out people from among the others, and their job was to serve the Lord. They were not to work and own property and do other things. They were devoted to the Lord. They were to be devoted to his work, and they were the ones that were called and could enter into the closest places to him. So we see beginning in verse 3, the line of the priesthood from Aaron. These are the descendants of Aaron. And we see that Ezra now records for us that lineage all the way up to the Babylonian captivity. You'll recognize some of these names and how they connect us with certain events. For instance, you remember Aaron, Eleazar, and Phinehas from earlier in the books of the Torah. Then there's Azariah, who was the priest at Solomon's temple. Zadok, uh, the first one that's listed here, was a priest during David's time. And then we also find Hilkiah, the priest, which was a part of Josiah's time. As a matter of fact, it was Hilkiah that found the book of the law. And because of Josiah's tender heart and repentance, then revival and restoration came during Josiah's days. Then in verse 22 through 28, it gives us the Levitical heritage and the lineage of the prophet Samuel. Um, And we can see also this continuing and this uh, more information about this in 1 Samuel chapter 1. We also find out in verse uh, verse 28 of chapter 6 here, that these were those sons of Samuel that were referred to in 1 Samuel chapter 8. These were the ones Samuel had made them judges in Israel, but they were corrupt. And so the people came, and one of the reasons that they gave Samuel for wanting a king was because they couldn't trust his sons. His his sons were corrupt. So this gives us some of the backstory about Samuel, his lineage as uh, a Levite, and um, and the sons of Samuel. We also see in verse 31 about the Ark of the Covenant that came to rest in its home. David made it a home called the Tabernacle of David, and then later it made its permanent rest there in Solomon's temple at that time. In verse 31 and following, for many verses, we see David setting in order the ministries and the structure of the tabernacle of David and its service. You can find out more about that 
um, in 1 Chronicles 13 through 16 and 23 through 26. That gives us many more details. Also, at the current time, I'm doing a live video study on the Tabernacle of David, so I would encourage you to check that out as well. These services and this order began at the Tabernacle of David and continued into Solomon's temple as well. And I believe that one reason for such a themed focus here in 1 Chronicles, much of 1 Chronicles, we will find out, is devoted to the lineages, the heritage, and the structure and worship of God in the Tabernacle of David and in the Temple. And I believe that's one reason we have so many chapters devoted to this, because in Ezra's time, they are going to rebuild the temple. Remember, Ezra and Nehemiah came back to rebuild the temple and to rebuild the wall and to restore God's worship. That was primarily Ezra's call, especially to restore the worship of God back to Jerusalem and back to the people of God. And so Ezra makes a point of really going into detail about that worship and about that structure and how things were set up originally because his job is to come back with the people and help them get restored to that place and the way it was. In verse 33 through 38 of this chapter, we see some redemption in, in succeeding generations of Samuel. Um, if you'll remember his sons, they said, you know, were, was corrupted. We find that back in those some of the readings earlier, how his sons got corrupted. And I don't know if they ever repented and, and got right with God. I hope they did. But we do see that his grandson, Heman, became one of those named as one of these ministers in the service of God. And he also wrote Psalm 88, the best we can determine. So we see the redemptive work of God in Samuel's children and grandchildren and in succeeding generations. We also see in verse 39 through 43 about the lineage of Asaph, which became another very special Levite and a worship leader, basically, a singer and musician and psalm writer. He wrote a few of the psalms that are recorded in the book of Psalms. And these were songs that they would use in worship. We also find out, verse 44 through 47, about the line of Ethan, who was another key player in the service of God. We find him also referenced in 1 Kings 4, 31. And he wrote Psalm 89. In verse 48, we uh, find some more information about this called-out tribe. Notice they were a called-out tribe, the tribe of Levi, from among the other tribes. These were the priests and the Levites. And notice that this forms, to some degree, an Old Testament picture of the church. Because if you look up the word for church, in the New Testament, it is the Greek word ekklesia, which means the called-out ones. Jesus prayed for us in John chapter 17, and he said that we would not be taken out of the world, but that we would, we would be in the world, but not of the world. We would be called out from among the world in the sense that we serve the living God. We don't honor the world's um, ways. We don't follow the world's customs and standards. We live by the Bible. We live by the word of God. We live by the, the Holy Spirit of God. 
So the church is also a called out people. And so I find that interesting that the Levites and the priests specifically um, were the, the, the Old Testament picture or foreshadow of a called out people to serve the living God. Because Peter tells us that we are the royal priesthood. Hallelujah. And then in the latter part of that verse, of that chapter, I mean, we find the cities that were given by Joshua by lot to the Levites and to the priest. Remember, they weren't given an inheritance of actual land territory, but they were given cities and places to live in and to dwell in. And so one of those was Hebron. Um, and I just, I love that because that, I believe, has a part to play in Luke chapter 1 and in the birth of Jesus Christ. We also see that uh, Beth Shemesh was another one. And this was where the ark stayed for a period of time after the Philistines had captured it. And then we also find Anathoth mentioned, and that connects us to some of Jeremiah the prophet, uh, because we'll find that mentioned in Jeremiah's writings. So, you know, even though these are somewhat um, boring chapters, you might think, because there are a lot of lineage, a lot of names we don't know, and those kinds of things. But yet buried in there are some hidden nuggets that are precious and that we need to understand. So I hope this has been helpful to you today and a blessing. And I pray God bless you and you join us again for future episodes of Bible Bites. God bless you.